0: This is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, and I'm a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm also a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough.
1: And I'm Janine Adams. I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today,
0: we are talking about whether it's possible for something to be too easy.
1: Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how are you today?
0: I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good too. I have to say, I'm still laughing about last week's
1: story. (laughs) <laughs> about the, <laughs> me eating dog food accidentally. E- yes. <laughs> I can't believe you swallowed it. <laughs> yeah, I was spitting it out. Yuck. Well, I couldn't decide. Do I spit in the sink? Do I spit in the trash? So I just swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might as well let it be easy.
0: That's right. See? <laughs> it's a lot easier. But
1: maybe it was too easy and you shouldn't have swallowed (laughs) well it's been 24 hours and there've been no negative repercussions and there've been plenty of positive repercussions because i've gotten so many belly laughs out of it (laughs) well i'm i'm glad that you were willing to share it with all of us Oh, thank you. Yeah, my, it was ab- my absolute pleasure to share it. <laughs> okay, well, so today we are talking about whether or not it's possible for something to be too easy. Yeah, it's an interesting idea to me because I'm all about easy. Right. But I think there might be cases where too, e- where too easy isn't as beneficial.
0: Yeah, because I think actually... You came up with this topic when we were talking about my genealogy work. When I, you know, was like just happily clicking around on things on Ancestry and in my um, family tree maker, my software program, and I got all of this great information that I hadn't really validated.
1: And right,
0: yeah, Yeah, you hadn't
1: analyzed it at all. Uh, You're and with Family Tree Maker, you're able to. Just download a document from Ancestry, and it will put it in your tree for you. Yeah, and without, and it's super easy, and it's f- super fun. But it's not very valuable if it, if you haven't validated it or analyzed it, right. or even even if it were all valid. Let's say every that you know you use a level of discernment to know that everything that you downloaded was valid. Unless you actually analyze it, you're not going to be able to get as much out of it. Right. right. You need to get every Right. You could be sitting every on every a
0: gold mine. Yeah. That you would have no idea and you know, you probably aren't likely to go back and look at things again.
1: Correct. Yeah, it's true. So I think that's a case where uh, where it's possible for genealogy to be so easy that you don't actually get as much out of it as you would if you were taking it making it a little bit harder. And, you know, the yeah. older, gen, many genealogists are people of age. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and a lot of them were doing genealogy before the Internet or before Internet genealogy, and they know, I mean, they worked hard uh, yeah. going, doing everything in person, going to courthouses. Uh, and um, now we we considered our desks and... and uh, to get the same stuff without working as hard. But we can still apply some rigor to it as uh, desktop genealogists and um, get a lot out of it. Uh, s- so it doesn't have to be hard, is my point. <laughs> just, right. um, it's just, uh, there is a certain amount of rigor, I think, that is a good idea if you're going to, at least with genealogy, if you're if you're going to have a lasting hobby where you're built on a strong foundation. Right,
0: well, and I think maybe that's the the big clue there is whether or not something is too easy is is it contributing to a strong foundation
1: mm hmm right, and sometimes things that are really easy are the things that aren't as beneficial. I'm just thinking about food like convenience food or. Right. Um, it's a lot harder to make. I'm trying to think of a quick example of something that you make from scratch versus a box that's better for you. Like most things, I guess. <laughs> most yeah. things you make from scratch are better for you. <laughs> uh, I don't make anything, so I'm having trouble with this. Uh, um, well, you make chili. Uh-huh. And I think
0: that comes your in a homemade can. chili is better than chili in a can.
1: Yeah, and also my sloppy joes. Have you ever had my sloppy joes?
0: I have had your sloppy joes. Yeah,
1: they're pretty good, huh? They're really good. Yeah, and they're com- well. I was going to say completely from scratch, but they have. You know, I mean, I didn't make. There's ketchup in it, <laughs> so I didn't. Make <laughs> you the ketchup. didn't make the ketchup, <laughs> yeah, or the <laughs> Worcestershire sauce, right? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah. So with the genealogy, it was it's. Uh, it's so interesting because most genealogists, beginning gene- genealogists, make the mistake of not writing down their sources, and that's just a really easy mistake to make. And uh, it's it always, it almost always, means people have to start over. But with Ancestry, with these sources that actually have source citations attached to them, it's a different kind of easy. I mean, it's it's right. um, at first glance, it seems like you're doing it. Everything just as you as as good as you can, but in fact, mm-hmm. not. Well, and and I
0: have been having some. I am doing big finger quotes discussions with uh, cousins of my. You know, they're like third and fourth cousins on ancestry who have. There is this major error in my Wilkinson family line on multiple trees that people just keep copying over and over and over again and I point out um, these two people lived in Philadelphia and we know that this person was born in South Carolina why do you think they're his parents
1: pretty good chance they didn't have the baby and take a vacation South Carolina to have a baby (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, from Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, in 1815. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and are people are people not receptive to that? Um. No, because
0: there's no one knows who it is if it isn't these two people. Oh. And okay. so they want something rather than nothing. Right. Um, something
1: wrong is better to them than nothing.
0: Than nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so it's, it is it is interesting about how, you know, that, that the easiness of, you know, just sort of being able to click, click, click your way to a family tree can cause problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know with other things that I come up against this where I like to do things that feel like they're doable but are still a challenge Mm
1: -hmm. if it's no challenge at all you don't want to do it right you always give me an example of something like that
0: well actually the we something we talked about recently when I was saying you know I want to be mountain climbing but I can't and you know when I I could be go walking up Mount Tabor but that's not as interesting but mm-hmm. and that's the thing like you know well I I know I can walk up Mount Tabor and it's not challenging and so I don't really want to do it.
1: Mhm. Um I get that. I feel that way about like a 5k race. I mean, yeah. uh, excuse me. just to be clear. A five k walking <laughs> race. I can't <laughs> run three miles. <laughs> but, well, walking three miles is no big deal to me. <laughs> right. In a race, you know, in a race format. Right. So I think why do people bother with a five k uh, walk? Um, but uh, yeah, I shouldn't have even said that because uh, there's no way I, c- I made it sound like I could run three miles and I can't. Well, I can. No, but walk. Run to the corner. Right. <laughs> right, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm. Um, I imagine. Well, in my life, uh, the uh, uh, thing that I I don't. Hmm, I'm having trouble coming up with examples in my life. I wonder if it's because. I like things to be easy (laughs) so much, but um, (laughs) when I knit, sometimes I knit things that are harder, and sometimes I knit things that are easy, and sometimes the easy things are so boring that um, they're agonizing. Actually, I just when uh, a couple of years ago, when we were, I knit a few, or maybe just two pussy hats for the Women's March. Oh right. That knitting was so boring that I had a hard time doing it. Um, I only made two hats. I thought I'd make a lot of them, but um, yeah. But if the yarn's nice and the needles are nice, then easy knitting while watching something complicated is good.
0: Well, so I guess that sort of provides the challenge is paying attention. You know, being able to knit and um, pay attention to the TV show you're watching.
1: Right. That's right. It's like, equation. that's the challenge. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if It's not it's just a, the knitting it's itself. A, yeah. All right. There you go. And if it's a dialogue-heavy TV show, then unless I do some very, very simple knitting, it's too much of a challenge. <laughs> um, right. But if it's, if it's, no, wait, I got that wrong. If it's a dialogue-heavy knitting uh, TV show, then I can, I can knit hard things because I don't have to look at the tv oh right it's it's when it's action tv show where you have to actually look at it that it becomes harder although i will say i was knitting while watching a basketball game the other night and watching the basketball game carefully and oh um, were you knitting something easy i was i was knitting something easy so that worked out really well oh that's good Mm -hmm. yes i was knitting uh something made out of yarn spun from alpacas that I bought in Walla Walla. I think I talked about oh, this before. Right. This, yeah, this yarn. The the woman. the The names of the alpacas are on the on the yarn ball band, which makes it so very cute. nice yarn. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So you know what what just popped into my head was how this has shifted for me since I've dealt with concussions and. Um, I it's too challenging for me to do some things like I don't actually I can listen to podcasts and I can listen to talk radio and I can listen to music that I'm familiar with when I'm driving but I can't listen to music that I'm not familiar with
1: oh it just engages your brain too much tries to engage your brain too much yeah that's interesting um
0: I never yeah, so it's to
1: music a, I'm not familiar with, so it's not an issue. I haven't listened to new music <laughs> since the '80s. <laughs> well, that's when all the best music was invented. I know, and in sp- on Spotify, I listened to, like '70s and '80s radio. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, know it makes me sad that that's like the oldie station here. I know plays true. '80s music. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. That's rough. And the exception for me is Hamilton, right? So I, I right. but that feels old because I've listened to it so much. Yeah. I, that's very interesting. So what you what is easy for you has changed with the concussion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. And is it is it harder for things to be too easy for you now?
0: Wait, I have to like wrap my head around that. Is it
1: <laughs> is it harder for things to be too easy? Yeah, is it or right, do you, is that, what you said? It, that is what I said, what I guess I meant <laughs> it, it previously, maybe more things were Easy than are now would be considered too easy. Uh, Things are harder
0: I, now. I think that's
1: accurate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I <It laughs> was I'm did understanding not, you, correctly. it totally did not deserve that much attention. <laughs> it was a stupid question. <laughs> Yeah,
0: but, you know, and it's interesting, and I think this is one of the things that I've sort of struggled with is because that has shifted for me, and, you know, I'm just actually sort of having this revelation as we're talking about this. I haven't sort of figured out where that sweet spot is of, you know, something feeling doable but still a challenge. Like everything feels... Too ch- or not everything but you know things f- tend to feel too challenging overwhelming or too easy and why bother
1: interesting
0: <laughs> yeah and and I think it's just because I can't do things quite the way I was doing them before
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um and that and I think that runs you know f- from physical things to um, Uh, mental,
1: emotional, intellectual things as well. That's interesting. And in your case, I think it's dramatic because you did have a series of concussions. Um, But but I also think that for those of us who haven't had necessarily like big brain things, big brain things, with (laughs) aging, you know, I'm noticing things like not being able to hang on to things in my head, and if I yeah. don't write it down, if I don't write it in a calendar, for example, oh. it, I don't remember it. And this happened to me. It twice doesn't this exist month. exactly. <laughs> twice this, three times maybe. This has happened to me this month where I didn't write it down, and luckily each time there was a confirmation <laughs> from oh, the person. Good. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're but you're having to make these adjustments on a larger scale, I think. Right. And I
0: think that that's why it's, um, why it's sort of on my mind is because I haven't sort of figured out where this is now and, you know, also aging related and, and all of those things. And it, and, you know, it was easy when I started doing physical things to find things that felt doable and were a challenge, you know, I, I didn't run. And so I, started running and you know and I told the story about how I like ran on the treadmill when no one was looking <laughs> and that, that was like a challenge and then I figured out I could do that and then it just sort of went exponentially up um, and I think part of it is I don't I haven't been able to sort of nail down my physical limitations and abilities like, what am I really capable of? And it just feels so different from what I used to be able to do.
1: Right. And you've had a series of mishaps that have changed your physical abilities. Temporarily, I think. But, you know, you hurt your ankle, yeah. you hurt your wrist. You, you're always doing something to, to get in the way of your figuring this out. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, I just got x-rays on my leg today. Oh, you did? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Because we still can't figure out what is wrong with my leg and why I my I have nerve damage.
1: Um, this is the the injury stemming from the very unfortunate falling asleep of the foot, right? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes.
0: Don't ever try to stand up on your foot when it's asleep. Just It's you could really hurt yourself. Yeah. You, yeah. Cuz I did that in November. All right. Here we are in February. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, after that happened to you, I it happened. It didn't happen to me thanks to you, but I stood up, my foot was asleep, and luckily there was a chair nearby, and I dove for it because I, I knew how badly you were hurt by fall- rolling your ankle because it was asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so. Yeah, I stood up on the side of my foot. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of absurd but anyway yeah yeah, so that that doesn't make it any easier right um but I'm still holding out hopes of of making that long walk in Portugal
1: at some point in the future right yes I hope you can do that absolutely um you know I'm still doing the yoga and um to I started December 12th oh today's yeah so we're looking at uh, two months now of of daily yoga practice, and wow. yeah, and it's gotten easier. Um, but and but not too easy. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I did something to my back last week. I tweaked my lower back somehow, and um, oh. which is um, very unusual for me. And I did not want to miss doing yoga, uh, right? Because I had the street right. going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't also didn't want to hurt myself. So I. Um, when, you know? I'm using yoga with Adrienne, and of course she has a video on yoga with, for lower back pain. So I did that. Um, and I did it for, it was about five days before I felt strong enough to try something else. And it was interesting to watch it go from, you know, mildly interesting, to watch it go from really kind of scary mm-hmm. to as my back healed to easy and now oh, interesting! It's too, and I think I wouldn't, that lower back one is, was great for what I needed just then, but it would feel too easy to do in a general, like on a regular basis and to count, you know? Right. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, you know.
0: Well, that's such a great, that's such a great um, illustration of this concept. Oh, good. Because it, it, and how it fluctuates Due to circumstances mm-hmm. and over time and everything, and because, and and I think you just sort of got to the to the um, nut of the issue. Is that the right mm-hmm. word?
1: I don't think so. that Sure. Nugget? No. <laughs> what is it? Heart? Heart? Heart of the issue. <laughs> Jeez. I like nugget but, of the issue. Um.
0: <laughs> but the the idea of. Um, you said for it to count it felt too easy for it to count yeah and I think that's what it is you know like that it it you want it to count and if it feels too easy and it then it doesn't count and that's the that's the problem
1: right maybe it's like um electronic greeting cards like, uh, when someone, I hate to say this, but when I receive it, like an e-card from uh-huh. Hallmark or whatever, I'm thinking, why bother? You know? Yeah. It's like, it's... Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't generally open them. Oh. Because okay. I'm always, I always, like, think it's going to be a virus or something. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: that's true. But, you know, it's, it's not, it is a little effort, but is it enough? To make, was it too easy for it to count? I don't know. Or I was thinking gift cards. Like for certain gift exchanges, some people would find a gift card isn't enough effort having gone into it for it to feel right. valuable enough. But that's a little different, I think. Uh, I used to not believe in red, like wedding registries because it didn't seem right to just give them what they want. I've come around. <laughs> to the point where when we got married, give you what I want, I want, whether right. you like it or not. <laughs> that's right. 29 <laughs> years ago when I got married, we didn't do a registry. I mean, it wasn't as prevalent, but it was certainly prevalent, but uh, I just thought, oh, that's I'm not going to tell people what to buy me. Like <laughs> so I got, I know. you know, some stuff. That, I, I got some great
0: stuff, but Yeah, I um, I didn't want to have a registry when we got married because I didn't want people to give us presents.
1: Right, I I and really I think I complied with it. Yes, you did. Thank you. <laughs> I meant to get you a you, present, but I don't think I ever
0: did. <laughs> you came to the wedding; that was well, the present. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, but that's all. That's all we wanted, and and um, and so, yeah. I mean, we but we ended up doing one well because people were like, "Well, I'm going to buy you something. You might as well say what you want." Right. <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> please don't we don't need more stuff yeah yeah but and we when ended I up got getting married, some
1: really wonderful presents yeah i bet you did when i got married it wasn't that we wanted we wanted presents we just didn't want to provide yeah. any guidance because <laughs> <laughs> um, <right. laughs> that somehow but, seemed wrong <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah well but it's it is just interesting to think about this whole thing and and As we're talking about this, I'm realizing like one of the things I do with my clients a lot is um, help them come up with, as we've talked about on um, previous episodes, you know, the the smallest next step, like what's the what's the thing that they can do that will get them headed in that direction that feels doable? Um, And it usually, or I shouldn't say usually, it will often seem ridiculously easy. Um, but in that context, that's what you need to get started. Mm-hmm. You need the first step to feel ridiculously easy to help you get the momentum to do the rest of it, which had felt
1: overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But once you get going in whatever this is, then that first step perhaps is not enough. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if but it. Right, it's finding... Oh, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, it's finding that place where um, it's, it feels ridiculously easy, but it counts.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway, I suppose the same could be said with the genealogy stuff. If you're just starting out and um, you need to get the bug of finding things and downloading them or whatever um, that yeah. gets you going. And then perhaps you become more rigorous in your analysis and so forth. Do you like how I get like, I don't know, I've not, what are the words, serious words when I talk about genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're very, very serious, serious about,
0: about it. <laughs> it. I know you said before you don't even think of it as a hobby anymore.
1: Right. That's how serious you are about but, uh, it. Yeah, it's part of it's. It's not a business, but it's part of my life. You know, it's not just a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Genealogy is far too important to take seriously, Janine. <laughs> 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 <Not> very good. <laughs> um. Yeah. But I think it's it is useful to to think about this, and if you know something may not feel appealing because it feels too easy, or you could be creating more work down the road um, by doing something the easy, you know, doing something the easy way, mm-hmm. um, and so finding that that spot where it's easy enough to be doable and is in the, if it's, if it needs to be in the context useful over time. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a good message. Oh, anything else to say about easy? No. Well, I, I I just want to say that, even though we were discussing that it's possible, perhaps, for something to be too easy, I'm still guided by the principle of let it be easy. Yes. Easy is good, in general. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think that for most people who struggle with perfectionism, letting it be easy is going to be the key.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's only in some particular instances where... There's any potential for it to be a bit problematic, or not even problematic, but sort of the the thing that's preventing you from doing what you really want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's good. Yeah.
1: I'm just glad right. I got to work my yoga practice into the conversation. It's been a couple <laughs> of weeks.
0: Because <laughs> oh, I, I think that at some point you sort of threw down the gauntlet that you were going to try and talk about yoga in every episode. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. And then I <laughs> thought that was overdoing it, <laughs> perhaps. And <laughs> might people might get weary of that because it's you know it's not like it, for me it's a huge achievement to do it every day, and I'm really enjoying it, which is huge, but it's not that interesting to other people, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I
1: love hearing people talk about things they love. Well, there you go. Yeah, good. I'll remember that. Okay, we're back to every episode. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, we
0: would love to hear from you. Are there things that you have found A problem in it being too easy? Is that even possible in your world? Let us know, and you can leave us a voicemail at 413 424 GTGE. That's 4843. Uh, You can also uh, leave a comment on the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com, where you will also find links to our social media profiles. We would also love it if you would share this podcast with a friend and um, that helps people find us and that is great for everyone so for now this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland Oregon and Janine Adams in St. Louis Missouri and we hope that good enough is getting easier for you think that was the right amount of easy
1: yes <laughs> good it's the sweet spot
0: yeah